Hey, it's Nikki Llewellyn and you're on Gut Plus Science. This podcast is on a mission to increase engagement at work. And on this show, we equip CEOs and people first leaders of all levels to make impact. Let's get to it. I am excited to have a friend and content expert join Gut Plus Science to inspire, educate, and walk alongside us to navigate important diversity, equity, and inclusion topics that will help us move people forward. And it's Brian McComick. Brian is passionate about creating human-centered workplace cultures and has over 25 years of experience to share with us. Brian, you go. Hello and welcome back. This is Brian McComick, your DEI or diversity, equity, and inclusion commentator on the Gut Plus Science podcast channel. I am glad to be back with you again this month to continue talking about how we can create diverse, equitable, and inclusive workplaces where everyone feels like they belong. So in our first uh, few episodes, we talked about the importance of leaning into discomfort gracefully, the importance of self-care and putting your oxygen mask on first. And uh, last month, we talked a little bit about how to kick off your diversity, equity, and inclusion commitments. What does it look like to to take that step forward in a, in a formal way and uh, start this journey for your team or your function or your organization? So today I wanted to talk a little bit about leading inclusively or what it means to be an inclusive leader. It's a conversation that I see happening um, in many spaces that, I, that I'm that i in, with whether it's with clients or uh, with uh, the thought leaders that I follow and learn from, or even just in conversations that I see popping up on social media, there's you know an ongoing question about what does it mean to be a leader today uh, with the emerging or very active conversation around creating um, inclusive work workplaces. And, uh, you know, some of the the messages I see, there are some themes that, that certainly emerge in the messages, uh, including the importance of vulnerability, of uh, transparency around humility, around curiosity. And I think those are all important um, traits and attributes for inclusive leaders to, to lean into. And I think, you know, I, I'm going to continue to explore and consider what are the the traits that I would really uh, suggest are, are most essential for an inclusive leader. And those certainly are, are on the list. I wanted to take the conversation from a different angle, though, and share one of the lenses that I've been thinking through as I have been exploring what it means for me to be an inclusive leader and what are the suggestions or the the thoughts that I have as I share with others, um, particularly the the clients and and then the community hummingbird and and this community of what what do I think um, it means to be an inclusive leader and, and how do we lean into that? One of the things that I think is important for us to think about is the ways that particularly today, the leaders and the, the people managers that are in their positions, what were the messages that we received when we started our careers and uh, when we started our roles in management and in leadership? And how have those paradigms shifted and how do we make sure that we're consciously aware of the the defaults that may be programmed in our minds. So that this reminds me, of course, as a is similar to the conversation around unconscious bias or implicit bias. Whereas, you know, in that conversation, there are messages that we've received over the course of our lives. And those messages may have programmed our minds to react to certain cues or situations or individuals in ways that are harmful or hurtful. And if we can be conscious about how 
those cues and that, that programming um, may be guiding us in flawed ways, uh, then we can be conscious about how do we make alternate decisions that are more inclusive and respectful and allow for us to bring to life diverse environments. I think this is the same conversation about being an inclusive leader. Some of the messages I received, whether directly or what would I call them covertly, maybe messages that weren't maybe said out loud, but were understood the importance of putting emotion aside or putting humanity aside when you walk into the corporate office and the importance of living and showing up in the ways that were expected in that corporate environment. Um, sometimes I feel like I was asked to assimilate just in case anyone isn't sure or doesn't know me well enough. I'm not big on assimilating. That's not really something that I did well. And in those, in those environments, I always struggled. I also struggled with how do I navigate being a professional in the the ways that professionalism was defined in those corporate environments and also be a gay man who has a sometimes has a big personality what does that look like um how do i bring the best versions of me as a person to the work that i do and so i think about the messages that i received as i entered corporate america and certainly as i moved into management and leadership and how certainly some of those messages are themes that i should carry through about how to engage and create environments that um, allow employees to do their best work. And I think there are some of those messages and themes that are important to to unlearn um, and to be aware of that they, they don't serve me well today and certainly don't serve the goal of being an inclusive leader. So I wanted to offer a few of the techniques or the tactics that I try to employ that are helping me on my journey, and hopefully they might help you as well. So the first is invite feedback. I am fortunate to lead a really incredible and wonderful group of diverse professionals at Hummingbird Humanity, and I actively invite them to share feedback with me, to challenge me if needed, and to, to lean into those moments that will help me see things that I don't see and understand things that I just haven't experienced. And I, I won't say that those moments are always easy. And I really try to remember that when someone on my team chooses to take that step to say, hey, Brian, I think there's another way for us to look at this and another way for something else for you to see or to hear or to understand that they are doing me a, a significant um, favor. And I appreciate the respect um, and the courage they have in those moments to help me become a better leader and certainly a better inclusive leader. Uh, so inviting feedback is the, the first tactic that I try to employ and, and certainly lean into. Another is to own my mistakes. In those moments where someone shares with me, in those moments where someone um, says, hey, Brian, let's talk about this. Uh, I'd like to share with you how I feel about this, or I think there's something else to learn in this particular moment. You know, Sometimes there are things that I've gotten wrong and I need to own that and I apologize for it. And that's okay. It's okay to get something wrong. What's really essential there is that I honor that moment where I get to learn something new. I get to apologize. I get to say, I will do better. And if there's something I need to make right, I can try to make it right as well. So owning my mistakes, I think is, is, is key to this journey of being an inclusive leader. And it's also paired with something that I think about sometimes, which is being an inclusive leader means doing our best to understand and honor the lived experiences of all of the people that we get to work with. And the reality is we're not going to always 
fully understand all of those lived experiences. That's not a realistic possibility. Um, so that means that occasionally we're going to get it wrong. And if we invite feedback and then own our mistakes, then we're going to be stepping in the right direction. And our teams, I think, will will trust us and respect us and appreciate us uh, taking those those steps forward. You know, the third that I'm going to just mention for today's conversation is to seek guidance. It's okay to realize that I don't know what I don't know, and I may need help and support and guidance and other in, other inputs before I make a decision. So that's something that I, I spend time doing as I reflect on the decision, decisions I'm going to make, the path I'm taking, whether it's about a decision about Hummingbird or about how we're guiding the client in a difficult situation, or it's about messages or content that I'm going to share through my the various channels that I that I have I do see guidance and input from from people in my circle people who have different lived experiences people who have different professional experiences and I allow that guidance to to guide me and I also really try to trust people when they tell me what their experiences are and not uh, try to put my lens on their experiences um, as as the way that it should be seen so those are a few techniques that I I take in you know inviting feedback um, owning my mistakes and seeking guidance. And certainly as I as I was acknowledging in the, the initial uh, setup for those is just acknowledging my own experiences and recognizing those experiences that are helpful for me and those that may not be guiding me in the way that that I want to, to show up as an inclusive leader today. So I, I hope that these thoughts are helpful for you. And, and if you're curious to learn more, I also shared my August blog first week of this month on being an inclusive leader, which also provides some other lenses on on this conversation. I encourage you to check out the hummingbirdhumanity.com website, click on resources and check out our blog there and uh, see some see some of my thoughts um, in that on this topic and that message. And later this month, Nick Reich, who's the president and COO of Hummingbird Humanity, will also be sharing his thoughts on what it means for him to be an inclusive leader. So join us there to continue the conversation and to share your thoughts. We would love to hear from you. So again, thank you for joining us for another episode of DEI Conversation with Brian McComick on the Gut Plus Science podcast. I'm delighted and grateful for you uh, that you chose to be with us and to be with me and to be part of this conversation. I hope today's message was helpful. And until next time, I will send you good wishes and stay safe. Be well. We just left the world a little bit better. Now go do something with it.